0: The Fast and the Curious is part of the Acast Creators Network. You enjoy it now.
1: Hello and welcome back to The Fast and the Curious with me, Betty Glover, in my living room. Christian Hugill in his little office. And uh, Greg James, who is live from the ashes at the Oval in London. Greg, where are you? It looks like you're kind of like sat on the floor.
0: I'm sat on the floor... In a corridor next to the lift in the pavilion.
1: Well, that's nice. It's better than being sat in the toilet.
0: This is really my perfect scenario. I can see what I think to be the world's greatest cricket ground with the most famous competition playing out in front of me, England, Australia. And I'm about to talk to one of our favourite new F1 drivers on this podcast that I love with all my heart. So this really is sort of the pinnacle of my life. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you look very, very happy. Uh, Christian, go on, tell us. Tell everybody who's about to join us.
2: Well, let me tell you via an email that has come into us to fastandcurious at acast.com. Uh, the email's coming from Reese, who said uh, that he's on his way to Spa with his dad, who got him tickets for the race for his twenty first birthday. What a great 21st birthday present. (laughs) And Reese said he's hoping to see a Mercedes or a McLaren on the top step. And funny, Reese, you should say McLaren because we've rallied for an emergency podcast recording episode to speak to Oscar Piastri, who we only had on the podcast a few episodes ago from Silverstone. There's only been two races since then, Silverstone and Hungary. But my goodness me, it feels like his star has risen even further with two sensational performances.
0: Well, it's very exciting. It's, it feels so lovely that we spoke to him as our first ever proper interview in person. And to see what's happened to him in these last few months has been so exciting. And as we've said, if you follow somebody. Say forever! Cheers! Wrong podcast! <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't hear that, someone just shouted tail enders forever at Greg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wrong podcast, guys. Oh, my God. Ah.
0: Excuse me. But yeah, if you are new to this sport and you're just getting to learn about these characters, if you latch on to one of them and then suddenly they do really well, you're so invested. And I feel like as a podcast, we're so invested.
2: And the thing is, I've been saying all season that Oscar's been doing really well, but he He's been doing really well quite under the radar because McLaren started the season nowhere near where they wanted to be. The car was slow. But now McLaren have had this miraculous upturn in fortunes. Everyone can see just how well Oscar's doing in sort of spectacular fashion. And he was so unlucky not to be on the podium in Silverstone, was again podium pace in Hungary. It feels like the wider F1 world's waking up and realising oh, this kid is special.
1: Also, he was born in 2001. He's got so much ahead of him. I think we're just so excited, aren't we, to see what he is going to go on and achieve because he's had a brilliant first season so far, or first half of the season. The future is looking bright for old Oscar, isn't it?
0: I really hope so. And he is a very lovely man as well, quite an unassuming character, which makes him even more fascinating, I think, because he he doesn't necessarily drive as he talks, if that makes sense. He has a... Uh, a different part of his personality comes out when he's racing. And we're very lucky
2: to speak to these drivers and meet them in person. And I see so much social media speculation as to what they're like. But it's lovely to be able to say Oscar is just the nicest, sweetest guy, a gentle, polite, mild manner, just lovely guy. And I think he is literally about to walk in to the chat
3: hey what? hey
1: oscar well
0: we were just saying that oscar is a very pleasant young man but i wonder if that's going to be the case when he realizes where i'm talking to him from today if i just show you my position i knew that was coming i'm broadcasting to you live from the oval <laughs> it's the ashes and responding to greg, oh. greg <laughs> <laughs> well of course you are of course i watched it once. It was cars going around in circles really fast. Yeah, like. that's Oscar Piastri in the Clarence rocket. Right? Uh, I'm so sorry. I, I wish that meant more to me. You're going to have to forgive my... Ego. That's okay. you MasterChef, do you, Oscar? <laughs> Oscar, would you please start watching MasterChef? Because my wife wants to get a new car. I will watch, yes.
1: Oscar's thinking, who on earth is that?
2: Yeah. Oscar, can I just check? Do you know who Greg Wallace is?
3: I don't, but I'm going to assume he's a chef.
2: Greg Wallace is is one of the most well-known and famous British TV chefs. Yeah. He presents the British version of MasterChef. Okay. So it's quite hilarious that he's just wandered into our interview. So was it nice to meet... TV chef Greg Wallace, Oscar.
0: It was very nice to meet TV chef Greg Wallace, yes. Yeah, that, that was a bizarre situation. That, that felt planned, but it absolutely, I promise you that was not <laughs> planned. He just walked out of the lift as I was showing off where I was at the Oval. Anyway, Oscar, we'll get to the racing in a second, but I, we, we've had a lot of back and forth about the Ashes. <laughs> yes. Congratulations on retaining the Ashes. I want i want to be gracious in defeat. Uh, it was a shame though that Old Trafford didn't uh, didn't deliver the goods though, right?
3: Yes, I, I agree. It was, uh, wow. Well, I mean, we were getting smashed. There's no other way to put it. So I was quite happy that it rained. <laughs> hopefully this last one uh, at the Oval means that it doesn't matter if that got washed out. Anyway. And I know we
0: haven't got you for long, but I just wanted to talk face to face about the Ricky Ponting moment. Oh, God. Can you explain that picture for people who haven't seen it? And How did it happen?
3: So it's a a photo of myself and Ricky at the MCG looking at the the honor boards. I was like six years old, I think, and it was my uncle who took the photo. I can't remember exactly how it came about, but I think I was basically, they required a small male child, so um, yeah, it was convenient for me. I, I mean, I was also playing cricket at the time and liked it, so... It wasn't like I was just some random kid they grabbed. It was such
1: an amazing photo. We all thought it was CGI at first, Oscar. We were like, surely that is not real.
0: Let's talk about your incredible season so far. We are so excited for you. And we're, you know, as a podcast, who's followed you from the start of the season. We're very proud of what you've managed to achieve. How are you feeling about the last couple of races in particular? Yeah,
3: it's been very exciting to be further up the front now. Um, hopefully we can can stay there. But, yeah, to be fighting for, for podiums and, and top fives, at least, has been uh, very, very exciting. So, um, no, I've been happy with the last couple of weekends. Still plenty to learn from, um, especially in Budapest. But, no, it's been very, very cool to see how much we've uh, improved the car, so yeah it's a very cool place to be in now and hopefully we can stay there
1: how much confidence did Silverstone give you because you did so well you must have come away from that kind of being like right here we go
3: yeah exactly I think Silverstone was definitely the best weekend um that I've had so far this season but um no it's been a a really good last couple of weekends I feel like And, and Silverstone's definitely been the best of the lot so um Hopefully, we can continue that trend um, and have some more good races.
2: Oscar, we normally catch up with our co-hosts every few months. And we, we've had you on so recently, just a couple of episodes ago. Silverstone and Hungary, your pace was so good. Does it feel a bit different now? Because it certainly, to me, looking from the outside, feels like the wider world's woken up and gone, okay, wow, Oscar's doing really bloody impressive here.
3: Yeah, I, I think like when you're fighting more towards the front, like naturally people just take more notice and 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 look at you. So I th- I'm sure there's an element of that. Just more people follow you. I mean, even when I was a kid watching F1, I remember you know I always looked at what happened at the front and didn't really look at what happened in the midfield or the back. So there's definitely elements of that, but it's certainly nice to be at the front now. How much bloody fun is it? You must just be having <laughs> the best time battling at the front.
2: Are you in the car? Like, yeah, this is fun. Uh,
3: there's been a few moments like that. Yeah, I think Silverstone. Uh, I was quite nervous because you know that was the first time for a while that i'd been in the top three like that but budapest i um when i got into second i was more like okay this is cool and but i feel like it wasn't that weird to be there this time so um yeah it's nice to be fighting the guys at the front you know to be racing against people like max like lewis as well you know even fernando at times uh it's been been very very cool um racing against guys you know watched on TV for pretty much my whole life. So or in Fernando's case, since longer than my whole life. So um yeah, it's been cool.
0: I, I wanted to actually um mention the the Checo moment where you went off into the dust. Did it feel like the bigger kid trying to bully you off the track a bit?
3: <laughs> Not massively. I mean if I was in Checo's position I probably would have done the exact yeah. same thing. I hope you'd have rammed him into the wall. <laughs> Maybe not that. Greg, behave. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Probably a bit optimistic of myself to try and get back past him in that corner. But I was fighting for third place. Yeah. I wanted to try and do everything I could to to stay yeah. there. So um, I knew he was in a faster car, so I had to do everything I could. I knew Lewis was quick. At the end of the day, I didn't have enough to beat them. Um, but yeah, definitely, I feel like there's been some exciting races. Hopefully this weekend is another one. The weather's going to be um, very... Very challenging, but um, no, should be should be good.
1: On the weather, Oscar, I noticed that you've got your raincoat on, and also I saw in your Instagram that you posted a very like gloomy picture of what Spa is looking like. How do you think the weather is going to affect you? Do you think that McLaren can be really quick on the wet? What's the what do you think the situation is going to be?
3: Generally, when it's wet, we've been pretty solid, I would say. We really, really like the conditions where it's half wet and half dry, which we've managed to have probably more times this season than I've had in my whole career. So that's been quite nice for us. But yeah, I think we can be positive and confident no matter what the conditions are. I think the last couple of weekends have been very strong, even if it's dry. We'll see what the weather does, but 99% sure we'll be able to see what we're like when it's wet as well.
2: We obviously saw a wet race in Belgium not really happen two years ago. What are your weather people saying to you? Is because the the weather looks bad. Is there optimism that there will be a proper race this weekend?
3: Um, I think there should be. I think Sunday's probably looking like the driest day at the moment. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Friday and Saturday is looking very wet. Um, not like torrential rain. I think it's just constant rain all day. So, we'll see how we go um but i think we we should be fine.
1: Obviously this is your first full season. We're obviously at the halfway stage now. Is it everything that you thought it was going to be so far?
3: I would say so i think last year being a reserve driver i kind of knew roughly what to expect. Of course it's been difficult on track because we're like i'm racing against the best guys in the world so um you know that's not easy. Um, but there's there's a lot of media commitments, a lot of partner commitments as well, so we're busy off the track. But um, no, it's been pretty much everything I've expected so far. I think the last two weekends, fighting so far at the front not been uh, what we expected, but it's it's been a pleasant surprise.
2: And just really quickly, Oscar, because you've got to go, what are your plans for the summer break? There's a few weeks break after this. Will he get a bit of time on the beach?
3: I hope so. I don't know yet. I haven't actually booked anything typical of... Of myself leaving things to the last moment. So I'll find somewhere, somewhere near the beach, somewhere near the ocean.
2: Oscar, you're a legend. We really appreciate you coming on. Obviously, but spa is such a challenge, plus the wet. So you're going to have a busy weekend, but we hope you continue to smash it like you have the last couple of races. Oscar, really go well this weekend. We're all behind you. Have a
3: good one, Oscar. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks for
1: having Thanks, me. Thanks, Oscar.
0: I'm going to go back and watch Australia beat England. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, I mean, as I said, I was in my happy place with cricket and for Oscar and F1 doing a podcast, but then for Greg Wallace to turn up, that really is... I feel like if I, if I died on the way home later, I'd lived a happy full life.
1: I didn't see Greg Wallace at first, but I just saw Greg's face absolutely light up. And I was like, what is he doing? And then suddenly Greg Wallace appeared. Oscar sat there like, who the hell is this? It's
0: a, it's a lot to explain in a very short space of time because I know we we're up against it with Oscar. He's about to do a Grand Prix and he, he's preparing for it and doing media stuff. And I was like, okay, I don't think either of you know each other, who each other is. Let me, I don't know, how would how you explain to, to an alien who Greg Wallace is? <laughs> We've obviously
2: got notes for our interviews before, you know, we sometimes veer off them, but nowhere in producer Jimmy's notes does it say, explain who Greg Wallace is to Oscar <laughs> Piastri. That was somewhere I didn't expect the interview
0: to go. Well, look, we always promised a Formula One podcast for the difference. And I bet, I, I guarantee you that no Formula One <laughs> driver, maybe in history, has ever done an interview with Greg Wallace. No,
1: probably not. That I think it's incredible. That's going down on as our greatest sort of interview of all time, I think.
0: Yeah, that's that's how you really, that's how you broaden out the sport, guys, okay? All right, I'm going to let you do a preview of uh, of Belgium and I'm going to go back and watch the cricket. Bye, Greg, go watch the cricket. Go
2: well. Bye,
1: Greg. Enjoy. Cheers, all.
2: Greg Wallace and Greg James there at the cricket on a Formula One podcast. That's a sentence that's never been said before.
1: That they go so well together, don't they, Christian? It just works.
2: It really does work, yeah. So, as we were saying with Oscar, the thing to keep an eye on this weekend at the uh, Belgian Grand Prix is the weather. It is forecast wall-to-wall rain at the weekend. For those new to Formula 1, the 2021 Belgian Grand Prix basically barely happened because it was so wet. Now, this season, F1 does have a new spec of wet tyre, which will hopefully... The, you'll see the wet tires are grooved and hopefully they will be able to shift more water away from the cars away from the track in enabling us to have a race if the weather does properly come down so listen it's a sprint weekend as well so I would love a wet sprint weekend but we just need the weather to to not quite rain the whole thing off like Belgium 21 or Imola this year so we want rain but not too much rain and I think that would be entertaining.
1: At Silverstone Christian you talked a lot about the feelings that you get in your waters are you feeling like it's going to go ahead at the weekend then?
2: I mean I, I wouldn't <laughs> quite put it like that I wouldn't I, I didn't I that's quite the way I worded it if I'm honest with you I mean some rain plus spa normally creates a lot of excitement so my feelings in my waters are the water should give us some entertainment I still think max will win because they just look unbeatable whether it's wet whether it's dry whether it's a sandstorm anything but I'm just hoping for entertainment and we should get it
1: Christian, you never know. Anything can happen, especially when it rains. Um, And just a word on Oscar as well. Don't you get the impression that he just sits there and he's so, like, quietly confident in himself?
2: Even watching him in Silverstone when he'd had an amazing qualifying session... And there was people mobbing him in the paddock. He still just liked. He looked like he was taking it all in, taking it in his stride. His calmness will serve him well. So much of motorsport and Formula One is about surviving the pressure cooker and keeping calm under pressure. And Oscar just seems able to do that. So again, it'll be another test for him this weekend. Tricky circuit, wet conditions, long circuit. Another big test for him, but. If this season's anything to go by, I'll pass it with flying colours because he seems to be taking it all in his stride, and it's it, we are witnessing again. People saying this season's dull. I don't think it is. I just think we're getting one winner. That the rise of Oscar Piastri will, I think be something that the 2023 season is remembered for. Okay,
1: so we'll leave it there, but we'll be back on the other side of the Grand Prix, won't we, Christian? And uh, I hope you enjoy it. And
2: don't forget, it's a sprint weekend. So the way that works is qualifying for Sunday's main Grand Prix is on Friday, and then Saturday is all about the sprint. So the sprint shootout qualifying first... That sets the grid for the Sprint Race later on Saturday. Sprint Race is entirely on its own this year. The Sprint Race doesn't set the grid for the main race on Sunday. As I say, qualifying for the main race is on Friday. So more racing in Spa with some rain should be a lot of fun. Fast Curious Pod on Instagram and TikTok if you want to get in touch there. And if you've got any questions about this weekend's race, we will answer them on the podcast next week. All you need to do is email them to acast.com. That's it from us. Thanks to Oscar Piastri, Greg James, Greg Wallace, me and <laughs> Betty. Bye for, no-
0: Bye. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye now.